0: everyone welcome to narcissism recovery podcast my name is Yitz Epstein I'm your host I am a narcissistic abuse life coach and today I'm going to be talking about how abuse corrupts memory when abuse happens when trauma occurs victims will experience a painful emotion that is attached to whatever is happening in front of them at that time victims will then take a sort of mental picture of what is occurring and encode this as a memory for example Sex abuse. A sex abuse victim will take the experience, the boundary violation, and attach it to the pain that they are experiencing at that moment and encode this as a traumatic experience in one's memory. The images, smells, sounds, and sensory input at that time will create a memory which often gets repressed, suppressed, and denied into the subconscious mind and locked away in order to not have to deal with the overwhelming emotional flooding experience. These locked away memories are pushed out of the individual's working memory, and conscious awareness, making it very difficult to retrieve, and ultimately work through the damage and heal. They only show up in one's present reality when something triggers the memory, whether it's a smell, situation, person, etc., that reminds them of past trauma. It pulls the locked away memory out of the hidden recesses of the mind, bringing momentarily to the present a moment to the present moment, and conscious awareness, with subtle emotional. narcissistic abuse because there is not necessarily a specific memory associated with the abuse it is ambient and therefore they may not there may not be an image or smell or sensory experience that is associated with it making it very difficult to identify any abuse having occurred it makes the abuse so much more horrific because the abuse the abuser has i'm sorry the victim has no context for the abuse and can also be denied by the abuser, which which drives victims crazy and out of their minds. Victims of narcissistic abuse have a very difficult time explaining their abuse because when when asked what happened, they're often left with confusion and little ability to explain why they are in hell and how their narcissistic abuser got away with psychological, spiritual, and emotional torment and murder in plain sight. This locks victims into a deeper darkness as they have no way of getting assistance from others and being understood, thus often suffocating on their own painful emotions with no ability to regulate their inner world, thus leading to emotional collapsing inward with feelings of self-hate, shame, guilt, and rage, and often severe depression. I'd like to quote from an article, this one by Leonard Holmes, titled How Childhood Abuse Changes the Brain. She discusses different brain structures that get affected. To quote, There are many negative effects of childhood abuse and neglect on how the brain develops. Some of these potential effects are as follows. A, de- a decrease in the size of the hippocampus, which is important in learning and memory. A decrease in the size of the corpus callosum. The primary function of the corpus callosum is to integrate cor- cortical function, functioning, m- motor, sensory, and cognitive performance between the hemispheres. A decrease in the size of the cerebellum, which can affect motor skills and coordination. A decrease in the volume of the prefrontal cortex, prefrontal cortex, which affects behavior, balancing emotions, and perception. And lastly, too much activity in the amygdala, which is responsible for processing emotions and determining reactions to potential, potentially stressful or dangerous situations. End quote. Abuse victims spend so much energy unconsciously fighting against the memories in the form of repression, regression, sublimation, projection, displacement, and denial of feelings in order to not have to bring the experience into one's present reality. They become exhausted and never actually resolve the trauma. And this this affects their mind, ultimately becoming a place of chaos which sadly the suffering individual may look to addictions to escape to an ease the inner struggle, which they have no way of resolving. This emotional dysregulation happens because the negative emotions attached to the memory are denied from present moment awareness. However, they are still wreaking havoc because the emotion, the unresolved emotion, is still existent in the subconscious. Memories, emotions, don't care about time. They are energetic and therefore Unless they're resolved, unless the memory is brought back to the awareness and, and processed, until the charge can be taken out of the memory, thus taking away the fear and the need to defend against the memory, the emotion, the negative emotion, will still wreak havoc on the individual. Healing consists of taking the emotional charge out of the memory. In order to do this, past emotions need to show up into one's conscious awareness, allowing them to be felt in real time. This is counterintuitive to the knee-jerk reaction of defending and denying against the emotion it's extremely painful because it feels like the abuse is happening once again something victims will be trying to avoid at all costs however in order for the memory to not have its effect and continuously drag the individual back in time pulling them into the past creating fear of this happening again in the future the present moment is where the individual needs to reside however trauma victims are pulled to the past and to the future in the form of fear and depression because the memory is still demanding attention in order to heal the individual needs to allow the memory to show up, face it courageously, take away that negative energetic uh, pull and the association to that memory and ultimately exist in the present moment. It is vital to do this work because ultimately, if not the case, we're going to be pulled back into the negative emotion and the toxic, wounded, wounding experience that reside in the subconscious that will demand our attention, that need healing. If we don't, we will still stay victims of past experiences. If you have been a victim of trauma, if you have any traumatic experience, if it's not resolved, it will wreak havoc on your daily life, most specifically your relationships with others and the relationship you have with yourself. Self-perception, self-esteem, affecting the way you treat yourself, and ultimately the way you're treated by others. Healing from trauma is one of the greatest things you can do for yourself. Facing your past, facing your fear of what happened to you, facing the fear of experiencing the emotion that has been wounded, the fear of it will allow you to stay, to bring yourself to the present moment and be who you were meant to be. There's no need to run away from this past experiences. They happen once. Don't let them continuously happen again to you daily by denying their effect it has on you. Every moment that you allow your past to go unresolved, it continues to re-traumatize you again and again. Therefore, it is vital to face your past, resolve it, so that the future is not a repetition of that past demanding our attention to heal. Your relationships are not a repetition compulsion, but rather present moment awareness experiencing life as it should be with peace with calmness and fulfillment if you are struggling with this emotional flashbacks if you find yourself to be terrorized by past experience and memories if your relationships are chaotic and breaking down because you cannot resolve the past and past relationships please do reach out it'd be an honor to help you work through past traumas so you can get the inner peace that you deserve i can be reached at yitz That's Y-I-T-Z at PsychologicalHealingCenter.com. I can be reached by phone, 252-696-4852. I offer a free 15-minute consultation, so please do not hesitate to reach out for assistance. I work with a very specific therapy called Mind Map Therapy. I'm extremely passionate about the mind map because it helps you gain context to the abuse, understand how if you were narcissistically abused, understand the context of it and see how the wounds of childhood and the wounds of past relationships were caused, who was the perpetrator and ultimately help you free yourself from those negative emotions. So thank you so very much for listening to this podcast. It's an absolute honor to bring you this information today and until next time, all the best.